All right, good evening, everybody, and welcome into the WCIA 3 in 1 podcast. Marley Weird up here in the WCIA 3 studios. We got Brett Barons out in Ann Arbor. He'll be joining us in just a couple seconds here. But what a night for Illinois basketball, beating Michigan on the road, the number two team in the country. The final score of that one 76 to 53. And Brett, I think. Good things happen in Ann Arbor for Illinois. I mean, I, I remember going back to last year. I thought it was the best game that I had ever seen with Ayodesumu hitting that clutch shot at the buzzer. But I think this one tonight, Brett, is just on a completely different level. Pretty remarkable stuff, all things considering, Molly, what Illinois was able to do tonight. And after a slow start for both teams, it was pretty boring, to be honest with you, through the first six minutes. The Illini really just turned it on. And... I was happy to see that the refs let them play tonight, and I thought that was a great script for Illinois and a good game plan to come out and really bang and, and be physical. I wanted them to win a physical-type game. I thought that was the next step for this team to be able to come out and do that, and they, by and large, did that tonight, forcing uh, Michigan into less than 40% shooting you know, on the night, 34%, 28% from three. And if you would have told me that Michigan's leading scorer would have been Eli Brooks coming into this game, I would have said that is a recipe for success for the Illini. For everything that they did right offensively for Trent and Andre and Kofi to do what they do, I leave here most impressed with the defense and just how they showed that next level defense tonight I think goes a long way for this team. And we're in March, Marley, and it's great to see that this team is finally peaking and showing that it's playing its best ball here at the end of the season, all without Io DeSumo, and we can't let that go unnoted, that they're doing this without Io. It's truly remarkable stuff. Yeah, and 22 second-chance points for Illinois tonight. I think Michigan had maybe just four. Uh, I think that is, or excuse me, five it was for Michigan. That was um, the final tally there. Uh, Brett, I, I think that just speaks volumes to where this Illinois program is headed. I mean, it's kind of like the old cliche, defense wins championships and, and rebounding for sure tonight, Brett. And this team is buying into that defensive philosophy and mm -hmm. all-out effort. And Brad was asked after the game if, if he thought this was the best effort that his team has given maybe in his time here at Illinois. And I, and I think that's true. I agree. They were locked in pretty much the whole game and, and trying to muck this game up. And I just thought they out Michigan. And Michigan's a very physical team. I mean, you look at them on paper. They got shooters across the board. They got sides across the board. They are way more uh, athletic, you could say, and, and certainly a longer team than Illinois. And the Illini took it to them tonight. And I give them credit for that, that without their alpha and their closer and their you know future All-American here this season, they were able to come out and really impose their will from the start, make it very tough for the Wolverines to get anything going. And yes, they missed some shots, and, and Michigan was certainly off tonight. I think you've got to give a lot of that credit, though, to Illinois and what it was able to do. And, and maybe Michigan did have an off night, and that's fine. But, you know, I think the big majority of that credit goes to the Illini defense and what they were able to bring and show. Absolutely. And Brad Underwood, like you mentioned, Brett, talked about this game. And if it was the best win of his tenure here at Illinois and, and just of the season, of course, and here's what he had to say in the postgame press conference. I, I would be challenged to find a, a, a better a better win in college basketball this year, better road win anyway. Um, I mean, in all the analytics, they're up there. So, you know, I think it's got to make a, a, a 
pretty solid statement. I mean, a lot of people have us somewhere in that one or two line anyway. You know, beating a team that's um, two in the country and, and up there in almost every analytic is is has got to be a pretty strong statement. And and then to do that without you know college basketball's best player, um, you know, pretty pretty big statement. Without a doubt, Brett, just a statement win for Illinois, and like you said, doing it without. Ayo Desumu. I think heading into this game, there was maybe some hope that he was going to play. He was seen in uh, the photos that they took. He was participating in the pregame shoot around. It looked like he was wearing, you know, a face guard. But Brad Underwood did confirm that he is undergoing concussion protocol right now, so he was not able to suit up. But Brett, I, I think they, they did just fine without him. Trent Frazier stepped up in a big way, 22 points for him. And Brad Underwood even mentioned that this is the old Trent that we saw against Michigan tonight. I know you've been covering this team for a long time since, you know, when Trent Frazier was a freshman. I mean, was this the old Trent? Because I think we haven't seen this side of him in, in so long. This was certainly his freshman year, Trent, and what he was able to do and really light it up offensively and scoring 30-plus points. I remember a few games that year that he did that. What Trent didn't do as a freshman was defend like this, and he he takes the best teams, the opposition's best player, and he defends his butt off, and I give him a ton of credit for buying into that, and that story's been told quite a bit about you know what he's been able to do defensively and changing his mindset and, and his role, and he's changed his role, and I think this is where we need to give Trent credit on the fly here in the last three games without Ayo Desumu, he's kind of taking over that alpha leadership role along with Adam Miller and Andre Curbelo. And I don't think we can brush over the fact that Andre Curbelo as a true freshman comes in here and puts up 17 points. I mean, he was wizardry at some sense and still gets six rebounds. I think that was really important too, that these guards are rebounding and do a, doing a really nice job of that. Trent with four rebounds as well. DeMonte with six, Grandison with six. Adam Miller with four rebounds and Kofi with seven. I mean, when you've got your guards up there, just a couple of rebounds away from your big man, they're doing good things. And that's been a really impressive point to this team. And even when Io was in there, obviously getting his triple doubles, he has to get rebounds for that. But I, th I feel like this team has been more aggressive on the boards, which is allowing them to get out in transition, allowing them to get some more second chance points and really allowing them to be successful even when they're not hitting as many shots. But tonight, that was the case. They certainly were. And, and when you're going to shoot 46%, 47% on the road, uh, both from the field and from three, they're six for 13 from three, 30 for 64 from the field. They're going to win a lot of ball games doing that on the road. And they've got one more left at Ohio State on Saturday. I asked Underwood afterwards, obviously, if this feels like maybe it locked up a number one seed for them. And, and he kind of bounced around the question a little bit, but ended up saying, you know, he didn't think about there's a better win in college basketball this season, and I don't disagree with them there. The first time in program history that Illinois is able to get a top two road win, and that's a long time, 100-plus years of Illinois basketball, and this has never happened what we saw tonight. Pretty remarkable stuff, Marley. Yeah, it's crazy. We're here 
witnessing history and and sometimes I, I put it in perspective a little bit you know it doesn't really hit me all the time when we're you know rushing on on these deadlines and, and trying to put together a newscast and and content for all you guys watching at home but this really is um, history in the making it's truly incredible what Illinois was able to do tonight and I'm so excited to see what they'll continue to do and for Trent Frazier to play as well as he did and for this team to just come together without their star player, Ayo Desumu, I think says so much about where they're going to be headed uh, just in the NCAA tournament and beyond this season. And if Trent Frazier, hey, if he can play like this for the rest of the year, I think Illinois is in a really good spot. And here is what Brad Underwood had to say a little bit about Frazier's performance tonight. You know, when Trey it's going um, you know it's 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 a it's a pretty lethal backcourt and uh, I'm, I'm really happy for him because he's uh, he's the ultimate team guy he's the ultimate Illini and um, you know we saw that tonight with his grit and toughness all right that was head coach Brad Underwood again uh, Brett I want to take a little look ahead here you know they're heading into Ohio State, another top 10 matchup. And I think people maybe underestimate that one just because of how grand this one was uh, tonight facing the number two team in the country. But Illinois still has another top 10 opponent ahead of them. I, I think, you know, they're going to have to continue to, to put their foot on the gas. But Brad didn't give, you know, an update on when Ayudasumu will be available. You know, concussion protocol, I feel like, is usually in the 10-day the range of course I, I don't want to um you know make any suggestions of when he is coming back but brett i i don't know i think this might be a, a good thing because i don't want to see ayodesumu come out and be too rushed i don't know if they want to risk him coming out to play if he's if that's going to risk him maybe not performing to his level at you know the ncaa or uh the big 10 tournament any thoughts on that we saw him a little bit before the game come out, take a few shots. He wasn't doing anything very active. And Brad dropped that news on us after the game that, yes, he was in concussion protocol. That hadn't been confirmed. There was a lot of speculation leading up to this that he had more than a broken nose and that it was a concussion. But we did not know that uh, until today. So we find that out tonight after the game. And like you mentioned, I think that uh, 10 to 14-day window, uh, sometime in there is probably a good pinpoint of when he might be able to come back and there was some reports earlier that hey he was he was gonna play today look Illinois pr is proven that they don't need him to win but I don't think they want to win without him if that makes sense so yeah there's they, they want him in the lineup and, and and they're gonna need him in the lineup I don't think they're going to rush him back though because if they're playing this well right now and they're proving to themselves that they can win without him why necessarily rush him back I think that's a question that uh, is going to be up to the doctors, obviously, of when he can when he can play again. And we've heard Brad say here in the past, whether it was a Saturday after a Wisconsin win or even after the Nebraska win, and leading up to those, that you know they obviously want to get him back as soon as possible. But they're not going to rush him. Illinois most likely is not going to win the Big Ten title. It's going to take Michigan losing its last two games here. Uh, they play Michigan State twice in the last uh, couple of days here of the season. I don't see them losing both games to the Spartans. Now, if they somehow were to do that in Illinois was to win at Ohio State on Saturday, then now we're having a little bit co different conversation here. This is also what makes the Michigan State game last Tuesday 
uh, maybe a little bit more painful for Illini fans that if they <laughs> don't lose that game, I think today is a completely different conversation about the Big Ten title. But this team has made it clear that their goal is not to win a regular season Big Ten title. They have bigger dreams than that. And we've, we heard them say tonight after the game that, look, this is all great and this is historic and it's certainly a, a confidence booster for this team. And their, their confidence was already at a really high level. I think it's only going through the roof now. But their goal is to get to the NCAA tournament and make some noise there. And they have not shied away. They want to win a national title. They feel like they have the horses to win a national title. And after today's performance, I don't, I can't sit here and doubt them, Marley, that this isn't a national title team contender. They're, I think they're going to move up as long as they take care of business at Ohio State. I think they're going to be the third overall seed in the NCAA tournament. They're certainly a lock for a top four, I think, at this point. They're going to be a number one seed for the first time since 2005. And it, it, it hasn't happened that often. And I'm just trying not to lose sight of this. And I hope Alana fans and Alana Nation aren't either of what we're witnessing is truly historic. I'm having a blast covering it. I think it's been a lot of fun for Illini fans as well. And the good thing is, is that it's only March. It's it's early March, right? I, we're past midnight here, so what? it's March 3rd, is that right? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're March? on the Eastern time zone here, so I yeah. think it's already March 3rd here. You're an hour ahead, so you're but, but already, in, you're time traveling. Yeah, you're in March 3rd, I'm in March 2nd still. But. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is, this is basketball. There you go, through the power of technology. Sorry. Yeah, we're, we're talking to each other through the power of technology here, and, and you're in one time zone and I'm in the other. It's fun, right, on a late-night three-in-one pod. But uh, it's, it's March 3rd where I'm at, and Illinois basketball is in a great position to continue to make a deep March run here and potentially play in April for the first time in 16 years. Yeah, and here we are. I mean, think about where we were last year covering this team, you know, on, on the fringe of, of getting into the NCAA tournament, and now Illinois fans are like, oh, Darn, Illinois is going to be the three seed instead of the one seed. Oh, no. Uh, but just when you put it like that, I mean, Illinois is certainly in a really good spot tonight. Um, I guess final thoughts before we let you go, Brett. I know it's cold out there, but it, it just seemed like from what I was watching on TV, it, it was a completely different energy. I mean, the bench was on another level they were just completely on one tonight with the towel waving and it, it just seemed like it was a lot of fun in there what was it like for you just to experience that kind of environment it was almost surreal because it was like is this really happening type of thing you just didn't expect to see illinois up that much and i kind of got the same sense at wisconsin on saturday where you're just kind of trying to feel out what it's like because normally we have the crowd in there right and the crowd helps us figure out okay like hey this is this is a big run or this is good or bad for the home team and and you just don't have that and so it is very surreal kind of being in there and seeing illinois just absolutely dominate the number two team in the country i mean michigan only lost once right and they got blown out by 18 at, at minnesota but they, they hadn't lost in this building yet this year that's some pretty remarkable stuff what illinois was able to do and they didn't just win i mean they dominated and I just can't say enough about this team and, and the kind of confidence that they uh, had tonight. That, you know, this was a complete performance and they're peaking at the right time. And you mentioned at the bench, I put out a tweet earlier, Andre Carbello, a little salsa dance move. I'm jealous of his moves. Yeah. Uh, he should be on the TikToks of the Dizumu family, not me. Uh, I, I wish I had those type of moves that they have. but. You mentioned it with the towel waving and the dancing. I mean, 
they own the moment tonight and Michigan did not match that energy whatsoever. I mean, their bench was trying. They were cheering a little bit. And I spent most of the time uh, where I was shooting at was opposite the Illinois bench. And they completely drowned out the Michigan bench almost the entire game. They brought the energy from the start. And it showed in the final result. And Illinois leaves here with a 20-plus point win against the number two team in the country. You know, pretty remarkable stuff from them. Now we'll see if they can carry it on, right? I think that's the biggest question now. Can you go to Ohio State and win when the Buckeyes came to Champaign and handed it to them uh, pretty well? Uh, I would have. I think it was in January, right? Um, cold's getting to me a little bit here, but you know, <laughs> we'll see if they can go do that again. We'll see if they can get Io back. But I think this is all systems to go. And we heard Brad Underwood say after the Wisconsin win on Saturday that pedal to the floor they're going to continue to push the gas all the way through March and, and this team seems to be doing that right now at the right time all right all gas no breaks through March excited to see how the rest of the season pans out just one more regular season game left it's hard to believe we're at that point but uh, number seven Ohio State on Saturday and we'll be covering this team the rest of the way make sure you subscribe to the three and one podcast so you don't miss any of our updates and like I mentioned, we'll be with you every step of the way as we continue to cover this historic run for Illinois basketball. For Brett, I'm Marley. We'll see you again next time on the WCI 3-in-1 podcast.